I've dipped my feet in some very unfamiliar waters today and well, I'm going to talk about religion. I'm going to talk about atheism, spirituality, combat sports, martial arts, and I sincerely hope I'm not offending anyone with this podcast. It's going to be interesting for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you're going to like it. I'm not sure if the audio is too good. Please excuse me for that. It's uh, not like I've done this a million times before, but I forgot something very important. But hey, you're here and let's do this together. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the Fight for Love podcast, where we talk about health, empowerment and training. And today we're going to address some very sensitive topics. So yeah, it's going to be a wild ride again. So nice to have you here. Gorgeous, welcome back to my either podcast Fight for Love on Spotify and iTunes or on my YouTube channel, Cats Coffee and Kickboxing. My name is Tanya. I'm a personal trainer in the Zurich area. I am a kickboxer, I'm a cat lover, and I'm a coffee lover. And um, here I am talking about stuff with you because that is what I do. So, um, unfortunately, I know you guys wanted to see the cats today, but they're out because it's beautiful weather and um, they're just nowhere to be found. I don't even know if I have cats at this point. So, uh, we guess we have to wait for the weather to change again. So, you can see my kitty cats again. Um, also, I'm giving you some of the bald skin today. That probably sounds weird on a podcast. So check this out on my YouTube channel. I'm not that weird, I promise. But I have a side cut and I tried to put all my hair on one side this time and see if it sticks. Well, um, I know you guys are on the edge of your seat because this is so interesting. But hey, bear with me. Uh, I have a really, really cool topic today. And it's going to be a really, really honest journey with me if you will I'll take you into my mind and into my feelings because we're we're friends we're so close I want to I want to share with you my thoughts on a topic that will might offend some people might offend a lot of people might not I don't know Um, but hey like every very interesting topic let me start with the disclaimer And um, the disclaimer is, I sincerely respect every religion out there. Well, most of them, I don't like cults, but the religions, religions. I, man, this is, we're off to a good start, aren't we? Okay, again, disclaimer. Please don't feel offended. If you believe in something, if you believe in nothing, whatever, please um, know that I respect most beliefs out there. And um, as long as they don't hurt anybody, there we go. This is perfect. And I also want to stress that I do have a deep, deep, very deep appreciation for every martial arts and combat sports teacher I ever had in my life. Every single one of you 
taught me a whole lot of very, very important things that I value to this day. I do appreciate what I learned, everything. And I hope you know this is not meant to um, say this is wrong or that is wrong. This is just my honest opinion on a topic that has been in my mind for some time. So let me start. Um, uh, bu -bu -bu -bu. The theme or the title of today's video and podcast is Spirituality, Atheism, Martial Arts, and Combat Sports. Man, I went down a rabbit hole. You guys are not going to believe it. Um, and I just returned from a sports camp. Um, I think maybe the English definition is not the same as the German one. So let me explain what I mean by that. I, I am a kickboxer right now. I used to be someone who practiced Kung Fu. And I went into a like a training camp with my old Kung Fu school. So this means we were at this very cool place in the mountains. And we just stayed there, all of us. And we just trained for a couple of days. Uh, some people did a lot of sports. Some people did just mainly hang out. Some people um, practiced like wushu, which is um, like very nice uh, forms of like uh, forms with uh, with a sword or just with their body or with whatever we should google it man whatever google it it's really pretty to look at it's a really nice like art form of moving um and it's really ooh, it's it's really tough on your on your legs too um <clears throat> some people practice kung fu some people practice um My Baran, which is, I guess, if I'm saying this correctly, a ancient form of Muay Thai, uh, which I did there too. And um, yeah, I'll get into that later. But I just um, returned from spending a couple of days with my old Kung Fu school, which is more in the martial arts form of things, which I actually, I left this world a couple of years ago to get into the combat sports side of things and to start out um let me read you the definition or i try to find a good definition um if we try to find the definition of martial arts it says martial arts various sports which originated chiefly in japan korea and china as forms of self-defense or attack such as judo karate and kendo And if we go into the definition of combat sports, um, we can't really find it. We can find what Wikipedia says. Wikipedia says a combat sport or a fighting sport is a competitive contact sport that usually involves one-on-one -on -one combat. Um, so this definition is kind of, um, um, well, it doesn't really answer the question because martial arts can be competitive um combat sports has like does some sorts of martial arts or does um sports that originated from martial arts so it's kind of kind of hard to say but then i found a different um definition on a site of a i think it's a karate school um yeah it's a karate school and this is where my descent into the rabbit hole started 
you'll see why in a second. Um, just let me read you uh, parts of the definition, which I think really uh, say a lot what, what martial arts are. Uh, bear in mind, combat sports is more of the sporting aspect of things. It's the one-on-one -on -one combat. You train for one-on-one -on -one combat. It's just a sport. Now let's get into martial arts. Um, this website says traditional martial arts are not a sport. Or to say it better, they are not just a sport. And according to the numerous, num numerous scientific researches conducted on the subject, they can produce effects not only on health and fitness, but also on one's emotional and physical balance, promoting, in fact, a holistic development capable of radically transforming for the better and in all aspects, the quality of life of the practitioners. So as you can tell, this, <laughs> this is a martial arts school. <laughs> Um, they're not biased at all. Uh, yes, they are. Um, for those who are listening and didn't see my sign <laughs> that I made. Yes, uh, they are pretty biased, but I think overall, um, they're saying, they're saying holistic and holistic is one of these, um, words that say a lot, but what does it really mean? You know, or, or it's just a word, um, but like if they 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 say they go on to say um in greek or holistic comes from the the greek noun holism um which means all or the whole so it just involves more than just the sport itself um it goes on to say uh, hold on Here, uh, it goes on to say that martial arts do not only activate specific attention, but improve and enhance the state of attention, which is the ability to activate and focus one's attention on everything. So not just the sport, but everything. Um, it also, or I think what, what I saw in a different... Um, setting was sorry i'm touching the camera i know it looks weird probably uh i think what would what, what i read somewhere else or maybe in this article but i can't find it right now but um what i think is it really says what martial arts is is it's um combining the mental physical and spiritual um attributes attributes of um of the entire of, of everything. I mean, um, martial arts usually originated from, no, not usually, martial arts, arts originated from an Eastern philosophy of an Eastern um, concept of fighting, self-defense that also includes spiritual aspects and focuses on, on a lot of mental work too, which combat sports also does, but in a different setting. Um, let's read on this site also claims further researches then showed a correlation between the contact practice of traditional martial arts and the decrease in the rate of aggression and antisocial behaviors, which is a consequent increase in the ability to regulate and manage one's emotional stages and stress tolerance. So it says that 
or it means that in my words, um, that martial arts reduces aggression and kind of calms you down, helps you focus on everything you do, keeps you in the moment, in my words again, and um, just keeps you focused on whatever it is you're doing. And uh, it goes on to say, this is where I find this very interesting. It goes on to say, the the remarkable thing is that in two different and independent studies, studies conducted by researchers Nosenchuk and Schwalzen, this correlation appeared only in traditional martial art practitioners, while it was completely absent and, pay attention, sometimes even reversed in combat sports practitioners. In other words, in the context of these two papers, some combat sports athletes showed an increase in the states of anger triggered by the same sports practice and the consequent, consequent antisocial behavior. So this site claims that while martial arts helps you with focus, helps you with um stress tolerance helps you to be less aggressive combat sports does the opposite which i found super interesting because there's beef y'all i mean this is this is i'm sorry i think it's so funny this is a martial arts side telling us that martial arts good combat sports bad and i went into um this is Again, um, I was in the rabbit hole and I went deeper because I wanted to know what the fuck is this side claiming, right? Um, and bear in mind, I love both. I love martial arts. I love combat sports. So um, I went on to find the study, which was not linked, obviously. And um, I found one study that um, of, of one of the dudes that this guy is um, talking about which I read you the abstract. Um, I don't want to read you the whole abstract. I can link it in the comments. But um, it actually says that um, blah, blah, blah. The review revealed that even though a considerable amount of research on social psych psychological outcomes of martial arts practice has been conducted over the years to date it has not brought clarity in the existing duality regarding the possible effects of martial arts involvement um and it's basically talking about the effects on um aggressiveness and anti-social behavior so this study claims well you can't really tell right so then i found um I was looking at another study that actually this study used another study um, to make its abstract. And I found different study that said, or the, the original, one of the, the original studies that claimed that people in combat sports are more aggressive. And um, I'll read you the abstract and the methods. Uh, abstract background a limited number of mostly cross-sectional studies have examined the possible effects of power sports they call it power sports they mean combat sports on aggressive and antisocial involvement in children and youth the majority of these studies have serious methodological limitations and results are part partly contract 
contradictory, sorry, partly contradictory. Um, longitudinal studies were representative, reasonably, reasonably large samples and etiquette dependent variables are lacking. So um, as if I understand this correctly, it, it says that, well, we don't really know. I'm not too good at reading studies, to be honest, to be fully honest with you. This is why I'm going to link these underneath my, um, my YouTube video. So you can look at it yourself if you're interested. And um, then it says, it goes on to say methods. The relationship between participation in power of, or fight and strength sports, boxing, wrestling, weightlifting, weightlifting, right? And, or, and oriental martial arts. Um, here again, why is it talking about oriental martial arts? If they say combat sports or power sports make people more aggressive, but it involves oriental martial arts. So it's kind of confusing. It's, it doesn't really make sense. Anyway, um, again, let me, I, I'll start from scratch. The, the relationship between participation in power or fight and strength sports, boxing, wrestling, weightlifting, and oriental martial arts and violent and antisocial behavior was examined in a sample of 477 boys aged 11 to 13 uh, years at a time over a two-year period, making use of information about different participation patterns over time, the longitud longitudinal design provided an opportunity to examine specified hypotheses about possible causal effects of power sports. Um, blah, blah, blah. It goes on to say, uh, leads to an increase or enhancement of antisocial involvement in the form of elevated levels of violent as well as nonviolent antisocial behavior outside sports. In addition, there were no indications of selective effects. The presence of such effects would imply that boys who started with power sports were characterized by already elevated levels of antisocial involvement. So if I'm if I understand this correctly, this study basically says, well, some boys between 11 and 13 experienced or, or um, showed some aggressive behavior or antisocial behavior. Um, and they were doing boxing, wrestling, weightlifting, or oriental martial arts. And this is the study that this martial arts side that I, that I cited in the beginning took and concluded that martial arts good combat sports bad. So just to give you an idea of what we're talking about here, uh, it's a beef between martial arts and combat sports. And I think it's so funny. It's, I actually think it's stupid too, because um, why? Why do we have to do this? I don't know. Um, okay, but this is not the issue here because this title the title of this video or this podcast is spirituality atheism martial arts and combat sports and so let me take you back to the beginning and um tell you why why i even why i'm even making this video so as i said i just returned from this training camp with my old kung fu school which is a martial arts school and right now um for the uh, the last the last couple of years, I've been doing combat sports. Uh, so remember, martial arts is more of a spiritual um, 
holistic, as they say, art form that originated, that has a lot of culture in it, original, originated from the Middle, or not the Middle East, from the Eastern countries. And combat sports is just a sport itself. Combat sports is just you train to go one-on-one. Boxing is a good example. Boxing doesn't have any spiritual attributes to it. Um, boxing is just boxing. You train to box. So this is combat sports. And um, so I've been on both sides of this one coin. And um, again, the reason why I'm recording this right now is because I honestly, I don't know where I stand right now on all this spiritual woo science kind of stuff. Um, and what I mean by that is that I used to believe that she was a thing, energy, as in like the spiritual energy, um, stuff connecting everything in, in a spiritual way. I used to believe that was a thing. And um, right now, I don't really believe this anymore. I actually believe, I don't know what I'm believing right now, actually. I went into the atheism side of things. Um, more and more over the last couple of months, years. And um, I am really leaning towards atheism nowadays. I actually grew up Catholic. Um, My parents were not very religious, but my grandma was. And um, she kind of influenced me to believe in God when I was small and um, school also um, back then we had like uh, religious classes like um, I don't know how to call them there were just classes where you learn about Jesus and stuff Um, I think these days they learn about different religions which I think is really cool but when you were baptized and born um, Christian you went into like this Christian school and learned about Jesus and stuff and um while I never really warmed up to the story of the Bible or any story at all um never really believed in hell um I still grew up Catholic and I still saw all these things that um kind of were weird I mean I, I did believe in God but I for example they made us go um Hold on. What is that word? What is that word in, um, in English? Let me see. They did us like uh, when I was oh confession. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. Oh God. Okay. They they made us do like the confessions. Like you know these ancient um, Catholic style confessions. We didn't have this little like um, small cabin where on one side you have the pastor and on the other side you have the person confessing. We, we did it like we were modern. So we did it just in, in uh, a separate room. On one chair, there was the child and on the other chair was the, the pastor. And um, we just had to confess our sins, right? And I remember thinking when I was like, I don't know what age I was, maybe 10 years old or something. Like, what the fuck would I confess? You know, what I... <sighs> Funny thing is, I actually, in a Christian sense, I sinned because I was lying to the pastor because I just made up stories because I didn't really know. I was, I was um, back then, back then I was like a pretty um, nice kid. I didn't really do any, like, 
I was not an asshole kid. You know, I was just, I was just nice. I was just trying to be nice to everybody. So I didn't really have anything to confess. So I just made up things. And I remember thinking, this is weird. Like, this is wrong. Why would you have like a small, like, like a little girl confessing her sins to a grown up? That's fucking weird. I don't know how you see it. I think it's fucking weird. And it always stuck with me. Um, so I'm not a fan of the Catholic faith personally. Again, I don't want to attack any Catholics out there, but I'm just, I, I'm not feeling it and I'm not feeling the Bible. And it, it kind of um, made me just uh, drop um, or abandon my faith and just kind of drop out of church and uh, stop paying taxes for it. Because I just never, it's just not, it's just not my thing. And I was kind of searching for something else. And um, at the same time, I was in the, in the martial arts, in the Kung Fu school I was in. And I learned a lot about spirituality, about Buddhism, about um, Eastern cultures, which I value to this day. But also about energy and chi and all this stuff, um, which I believed in. But again, don't believe in anymore or not as much. I'm still trying to keep an open mind, but I don't really believe it exists if you'd ask me straightforward. So um, I don't know where I stand, honestly. I'm, I'm somewhere between believing in something and atheism. Maybe I'm agnostic. I guess that's the best term for what I feel like right now. And I'm changing right now. So I think maybe in a couple of years, it will be different. In a couple of months, it might be different. Um, and again, this is just my experience. I don't want to like uh, tell you guys what to believe in and what not to believe. In. I'm just saying this is just how my experience was. And um, this brings me back to martial arts and combat sports, because one has a lot of spirituality and religion and um tradition in it and the other one is just a sport so let me walk you through the pros and cons of martial arts and the pros and cons of combat sports because i went into this podcast this video thinking um or this topic thinking i want to answer the question do we need spirituality in combat sports at all or do we just need it in martial arts? And um, yeah, let me just go, walk you through what I think are the pros and cons of martial arts and also of combat sports. So <clears throat> the pros of what I learned in my 10 years of martial arts. First, culture. I learned a lot of other religions, uh, about other religions. I learned a lot about... Um, other cultures for example we were in the Shaolin temple for a week uh, we attended a buddhist ceremony in the morning it took i think it took like a, it was like one and a half hours long it started at 4 a.m in the morning and it was a really cool experience um we had Shaolin monks coming into our school teaching us kung fu teaching us also about buddhism and um like tea ceremonies and just all these Tai Chi, Qigong, all these things um, of Chinese culture that are of Buddhist culture that I think are deeply interesting and that I value a lot to this day. And I think that was really, that is something 
people rarely experience, like seeing, being so close to other cultures and being able to talk to, to a Shaolin monk, not directly. I mean, we did learn a little bit of Chinese, but like not a lot at all. Um, but we had one of our teachers translate all the time and um, we just, it was just really cool to be this close to somebody from that culture um, where so many cool things come from, like all the movies, the entire tradition, um, the idea of Kung Fu itself. Um, and even what Kung Fu means, it means hard work. It means that you can do Kung Fu with everything you do. You can just, uh, you can work, you can do Kung Fu, you can um, cook, you can do Kung Fu because as long as you're in the moment, you're doing Kung Fu, you're, you're working, you're, it's about your focus. And I really love that. I think that's really cool. Um, second pro of martial arts uh kind of gets into the first one too it's it's buddhism buddhism itself i think buddhism is really beautiful i think it's a cool cool religion um i like that they don't have a god like they do have buddha but buddha is not like as, as far as if i'm understanding this correctly is not a god figure but it's just a man who lived and um so buddhism is just more a way of life like some rules to life and they're really from a um, from they're really respectful. It's it's an idea of of this idea of living in a very respectful and polite kind of way, which I like a lot. Um, pro number three are the rituals. Mm. And I mean, when I say rituals, I mean. Um, meditation or after we meditate we would do like this thank you thing um also before we start um martial like martial arting with each other <laughs> like before we if, if we do uh, an exercise with each other like you have your partner and you do the exercise with your partner you also do this thank you uh, gesture which i think it's really nice it's a nice um way to show respect to the other person and show your gratitude for somebody working with you and helping you along the way of becoming, becoming uh, better at what you do. Um, also, I really, I'm a fan of the incense sticks and candles and everything like all this, this uh, kind of temple setup um, when you meditate or when you do whatever you do, it kind of helps me to get into this situation and just be there and, calm down and putting my focus on what I'm doing right now. And this is something very, very useful to this day. Um, being able to have my focus on what I'm doing. Um, if you guys don't know, I have ADHD. So I think this helps me tremendously to even work with what, what is hard for me. And um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Awareness, awareness, just, being aware of what's happening around you and not being like stressed all out all the time. And I think this is really a very nice thing. Um, number four of pros of what I learned in martial arts is focus. Again, being in the moment, focus in meditation, not thinking about things, but just being present, being here in the moment. And it just really gets your focus on, on, 
what it is you're doing. I know I'm repeating myself because these things kind of um, go into each other. But uh, again, first was culture, then was Buddhism, then was rituals. Now it's focus. Number five is feeling. Um, and when I say feeling, I mean, like, um, I learned a lot about just letting go what I can't control and um, just getting into when we, we would listen to music or like epic music or stuff like that, just, just feeling the music and vibing with it, you know? And um, it just, again, it brings you into the present. I think it all comes back to these ideas of Buddhism and, and, and Chinese culture. Um, and uh, number six is community. Uh, what I really love about my martial arts, the martial arts school I was in was the community it has. Like, I, I just realized that now that I've been in the training camp, I've been away for, for three years and I've been back in the training camp and people were just like, Tanya, you know, like, like as if I've never been gone and nobody holds a grudge and people just accept you the way you are. And this is very beautiful. And I love that. And, um, every time we, I spend time with this community, I feel like, I can just be completely, completely be myself and people don't judge me for it. People value me for what I can bring to the table. And this is very beautiful. And I love this. And this has really helped me to express myself even and become myself even more. And um, this is really beautiful. I love that. So uh, now let's get into the cons of what I learned in martial arts. And I want to like walk you through the same steps as in the pros. Um, number one is culture. Um, the con of culture, uh, but I don't really think I have a con to say about that because what's bad about understanding a different culture? Um, number two is Buddhism. Um, the con of Buddhism, in my opinion, again, I don't want to like get on, on your wrong side or I, I don't want to like, really don't want to, um, be mean to anybody. Um, and actually, I forgot to Google something because I wanted to know something. Okay. I was curious about the bad side of Buddhism um, or the con of Buddhism itself, in my opinion. And... Um, I've heard that many times before, and I kind of agree with that. Buddhism is kind of a passive religion. Just accept what you can't change. And sometimes that can even lead to accepting what you could change. In my opinion, again, um, I think it's really passive, just accepting things as they are, which can be good. But sometimes you need that fighting spirit to, to if something's not the way you are, make it the way you want it to be. And I feel like Buddhism sometimes misses out on that. And it's just like, yeah, be appreciative and be thankful and um, just accept it, you know? And um, I think that can be a bad thing too. Uh, also, and this is what I was Googling just right now um, because I forgot to to, uh, to Google that before. I was, I was going to talk about um, women in Buddhism because, I mean, let's be honest, Usually women don't have the best place in religion, which is also why I kind of push religion away from myself because in most religions, women are like 
lower class citizens and you can argue with me all you want and it says so as much as far as i know in the bible and the quran and i just don't like that why would i i'm a woman god damn it why would i be lesser than a man you know that's just something that grinds my gears um in buddhism yeah i did i really missed out on this um sorry guys but maybe you guys know something about that i've heard that it's kind of a um it has two sides to it i heard people say that buddhism values women a lot and i've heard people say that no it doesn't um it also makes women like second class citizens so uh, i don't know um but it's just in most religions that's just the case um okay number let's move on number three rituals i feel like rituals can get culty really fast um a lot of this can get culty really fast if you have a community and you have certain rituals you do in the community and everybody kind of believes in it it just kind of sets you up to close your mind towards other things because the group has same ideals and the same ideas of how things are which again is how religion works in most well yeah it is um, and um it just yeah it can get cold to you really fast um number four was focus where i was talking about meditation and just focusing your mind on that and stuff um again here i'm a big i love i love meditation um what i do not love about it anymore is the 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 energy component on energy component on it um like the woo science kind of uh or let's call it shaman ding dong science that's how we call it uh of of energy of of chi flowing of um kind of connecting yourself with a higher power and recharging yourself with this higher power this is what i don't believe anymore and this is what they kind of teach you when you meditate or a lot of people do um i'm not on board with that anymore um but i still do believe in meditation um in a scientific perspective i'll come back to that later but i don't believe in this uh energy kind of charging you up and uh, if you believe in that please again don't feel offended um i hope i'm not offending you i'm just this is how i use i used to believe that um i don't anymore if you still believe that that's okay i just i'm just saying i don't believe it anymore um and i feel like this is for me in my in my books this is a calm because again it can get cold to you really fast um that's actually uh the biggest con i have um number five was feeling like feeling stuff kind of letting go of stuff of of of, um, things you don't need anymore kind of just getting your mind to focus on the moment on the present uh there's not really a con to that in my opinion uh number six was community and just accepting people as they are again um here i'm saying it can get culty if you have a community that has the same values the same ideas um it can be critical uh because sometimes or i've seen that in different martial arts groups that or i've heard it from other martial arts schools like the one i was in they they weren't 
bad at all, uh, but I could just tell there were certain patterns that could lead down a path if you're not careful. They are careful with it, so I'm I'm glad. I mean, they're doing a, a good job. But I've heard of other uh, like kung fu schools that are really like, oh, this is our teacher, and we we have to kind of um, submit to him, and his word is is the law and everybody believes what he is saying and then we do these rituals and then we do this meditation and then we feel the energy and this is where it, it gets super culty from there and when you believe in something and you're not open-minded it's critical in my books um same if you don't believe in anything say if i say i'm if I was to say I'm 100% atheist and I don't keep an open mind about what might still be possible, maybe I get down a path that is bad. I don't know. I just feel like we have to stay open-minded um, no matter what we believe or what we don't believe and just respect each other either way, as long as we're not hurting anybody else. But I'm also um, an advocate of not mixing like governments and religion. Uh, but I'll come back to that too, because now I want to get into the pros and cons of combat sports. So the pros of combat sports is you learn to work hard, like really hard. You learn to train really, really hard. Um, and you can argue that you also learn to train hard in martial arts. But my experience is that uh, the training is never as tough in martial arts as it is in combat sports because the sporting aspect of it, martial arts has more it's, it's slow. It's, it's like you feel the movements, you do them slowly, you do them patiently. And combat sports is more like, bam, now you go. And you give it all you got all the time. So you learn, you learn to work hard. Um, second, you learn to not give up because you go really far with your training and you just have to keep going. Again, in martial arts, the Shaolin did the same with us, but that was, again, just one aspect of the entire picture. But in combat sports, every training is like that. You just go through it. You just work hard. You don't give up. You, you just... Uh, you you are trained to do more than you think you can do, which is really cool. Um, also, number three is respect, which applies to both, I would say, uh, martial arts and combat sports. But I learned to really respect my opponents and my sparring partners, because if you're not respectful to the level of the other person, one is going to be stronger and hurt the other person and that's what we don't want to do so we always kind of adjust our level when we do sparring for example to the other person or if we practice kicks um if a 90 kilogram man would kick me in in uh my 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 quad my my um leg full force i would die no, I wouldn't die, but it would hurt like hell. And I would not be able to walk for at least two weeks or I'd have an injury. So obviously this guy is going to tune down a bit and go to my level. This is what I mean when I say respect in, in combat sports. Um, 
because it gets really physical. And if you're not respectful, you're going to hurt the other person. Number four is toughen up. You learn to toughen up. You learn to, um, again, you, I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to do that in martial arts. You don't have to go all in. But I like to go all in. And um, when you do sparring and you maybe you get hit in the face um, on accident or the kick was a little bit harder than you thought it would be, or even you do a fight, you get into a fight and it's all full force, um, you learn to just, if something hurts you, like if you get punched in the face, you learn to just uh, toughen up and just kind of, how do you say? Um, yeah, to just go through it. You know, it's like, okay, it hurts, but I'll go on. Even though I'm in pain right now, I'll just go on. And um, this is, I think it's a cool thing because I learned to, or I learned a lot to just not let that break my focus or break my will to go on. I think that's a really cool thing. Um, Number five is, it's a community too, but it doesn't have these rules to it. It doesn't have this, the trainer that's, um, that tells you how to live, kind of. Um, in martial arts, sometimes you have this leader figure, figure that kind of tells you um, not only how to train, but also uh, teaches you the way of life, which is kind of cool, but again, a little culty sometimes you don't have that in combat sports you just have your trainer he just trains you he doesn't tell you um, how to clear your mind he doesn't tell you how to live your life or what would be the best course of action you don't have this kind of spiritual teacher thing to him because he's just your trainer and um i i like that because uh again that's that's what i was gonna get at later but i think i'm gonna say it now is um i believe in separating religion from the government for example because if you have religious ideas or in martial arts you have a traditional ideas of how you should live your life um if you if you're in this group and you don't agree with these rules it's tougher but if you're in combat sports, for example, and there are no such rules, um, you're just free to do and think and, and be however you want. And um, you just don't mix the sport with a kind of religious background. I kind of like that. I liked martial arts, too. But now that I don't believe in the spiritual part of things anymore, I like the other component or the other, um, just the sporting aspect without any spiritual aspects to it. I like it more right now. Um, so that for me, that's a plus. Um, then let's go, let's get into the cons of what I learned in combat sports. Uh, the cons for me are, I call it macho attitude. I don't know what to what to call it. Um, sometimes you get into martial arts schools. Uh, no, sorry, combat sports schools, and it's like uh, you feel like you just walked into a boys' fight club. And usually, it's, it it doesn't like it's not that serious. You you get to learn the guys. Uh, you get to learn another guys, and um, they're really cool. They're really sweet. They're really nice. Um, but just it feels like the, this these tough guys are there and uh, or this tough women too and um it just sets a different vibe 
And uh, I think it kind of sets the tone for, you know, just what I was saying earlier, you learn to just um, suck it up. You learn to get punched in the face and just keep going. And which is a cool thing, but it can also lead to this attitude of, oh, I'm the toughest, you know? I've seen that. I've been too different. Like, I'm not pointing fingers to any school. Just so you know, you guys who are watching this, who trained me, I'm not, like, pointing my finger at you. I've been to different martial arts schools in my life. And I've been, I've heard of different martial arts schools um, and how they handle things. I've been to different combat sports schools and I've seen different settings. So I'm not pointing my finger at where I trained or where I'm training right now, or otherwise I would not have stayed that long. So just so you know, um, but in some combat sports schools, it's just this, oh, I'm so tough attitude. Um, which can backfire. It's, uh, which brings me to the second point is uh, like the suck it up attitude. And um, the suck it up attitude to me uh, br brings the risk with it of like overtraining yourself. Uh, maybe your knee hurts when you train and you don't know why, but you learn to suck it up. So you just keep on training instead of taking a break. Because I feel like in combat sports, taking a break or just regeneration sometimes is feels like you're not doing enough because you're taught to work hard you, you're taught to suck it up and when there is the situation where you really should be taking a break you kind of feel bad because you you feel like you have to go through with it and that's where it gets dangerous in my opinion physically dangerous and um this is where i think Some trainers could benefit from just taking a step back and just kind of tuning it down a little bit with some people. I mean, other people need that little kick in the butt attitude. Others don't. Um, also, people in combat sports are usually, usually pretty young. And if you're young, your body can stand a lot. But again, like, just don't break these boys and girls. Just uh, train them in a way that they can still train when they're 40 plus. I think that sometimes gets lost in combat sports because you have to be tough. Um, but remember that regeneration is key and it's really important to stay healthy over the long run. Um, then number three, cons of what I learned in combat sports is it can get pretty rough in combat sports. Um, I have been talking about CTE which I'm not going to say the entire name from because uh, see the entire name, see what it stands for, because it's a really complicated word and I forgot it. But if you Google C-T-E, you'll see it's an injury that gets into your brain if you get hit in the head too many times. It's very common in American football. It's common in ice hockey. It's common in soccer, but also in boxing. Um, kickboxing, I think not so much because we don't like only hit each other on the head but um we kick each other in the body um but it's just an injury you can get when you get hit in the head too many times and i feel like in combat sports sometimes they might benefit from also tuning it down a bit and making sure people train a little bit safer than they do 
especially I see that in, in young guys too, like 20 year old guys, they go full force at each other. And sometimes maybe we should just teach them to be a little bit more careful because the long-term damage you can do to yourself, uh, they are there and um, they're just not talked about, which I think is not correct, but well, uh, number four is community. Community, uh, I put it in cons and I can put it in pros because you don't have the same sense or I, I never experienced the same sense of community and combat sports as I did in martial arts. But then again, in martial arts, it was more of a, almost like a religious setup or spiritual setup of people um, in some ways where it's not like that in combat sports. Whenever I felt the sense of community in combat sports, it was when we went on fights. Uh, when our school went on a fight because one of the students participated in one and we were just all there and, and um, kind of cheering for the person fighting. Uh, but it was really uh, fluctuated really fast. But again, here's my, my experience. I bet a lot of people out there have different experiences with that. And um I just feel like you don't create the same sense of community in combat sports as you do in martial arts. But then again, in martial arts, the community is just more a thing that can get cult. There we go. So <clears throat> the main question I was going to address is, would combat sports profit from spirituality? Or should we separate the two? Um... Here's what I think. Calmness and focus of the martial arts component, the awareness of being in the moment, and the toughness and energy output of combat sports. And now I get into Chinese philosophy. It's like yin and yang. It's two sides of one coin. Or if you want to put it into maybe more scientific terms, you just have to have a balanced mind. I mean, if that's scientific enough, what I mean is um, meditation helps you to calm down. And that is something that's not science, but also you can measure it. You can measure the brain. You can measure the pulse. Meditation helps you to calm down. While fighting, sparring, combat sports produces a lot of adrenaline. I can't tell you how many times after a sparring session, I lay awake in bed and can't really fall asleep because my adrenaline levels are just really high. And if I think, in my opinion, if we combine meditation and the calmness and the presence and the being in the moment of martial arts and the go and go full force and give it all you got and adrenaline and fighting spirit of combat sports, we get a balance that is really valuable for the individual itself, for, for the athlete itself. Um, and again, um, here it is. Here it is. I was looking for this. Um, I'm going to repeat myself, but I put it down at the bottom because I think it's important to say this one more time. I'm an advocate for separating government and religion because religion should never determine the rules we live by 
but the society as a whole, the society out of all religions and all beliefs or non-believers, they should as one live or determine the rules we live by as a society of different religions and different ideas. Not one religion, but all of us should agree on what rules we should live by. And I think this reminds me more of combat sports where there's just different people and it's not about any spiritual spiritual component. It's just different people doing the same sport and different ideas and everybody agreeing to be respectful and to help each other train, right? But as for me, I will continue to light incense sticks and meditate while at the same time probably not believing in chi or anything supernatural, but I will do my best to keep an open mind. And again, this topic is not not an easy one. And I, again, let me say, I, I am grateful for every single teacher I had in martial arts, in combat sports. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying what I have experienced and heard of in the last couple of years or the last 10 plus years, I've been in martial arts and combat sports. And, um, I've seen and heard ridiculous things and I've seen and heard wonderful things. And I just really want to bring these worlds together because in my opinion, they both have very valuable assets and teach us a lot. And um, this whole beefing thing going on between martial arts and combat sports is it's stupid. Okay. It's dumb. Don't do it. Just find what you like whether you want a spiritual component to it or not, just do what you want, do what makes you happy. Um, Take what I said maybe as an opinion out of many. And remember that it's important to just do what feels right for you and live the way so you don't hurt anybody else. Whatever that means to you, whatever religion that is, just do what makes you happy and what feels right for you and doesn't hurt anybody. So with that said, this is it. This is my whole experience. This is my very personal outlook on martial arts and combat sports, spirituality and atheism. And um, yeah, I'm really curious what you guys think. So I would be so happy if you reach out to me, um, either comment on the YouTube video on my YouTube channel, Cats Coffee and Kickboxing, or leave a comment or reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Tanya Mater. Um, I'm on Instagram at it's up to you personal training. I am, that's it. Where else? Well, that's that. You can find my website. It's in German though. You can find it on tanyamater.ch or it's up to personal training.ch. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, yeah, don't forget, you're stronger than you think. Thank you so much for tuning in and reach out to me. I'm so curious to see what you think, what your experiences are. Thank you so much for being here with me. Uh, it's been longer than I planned, but hey, you're still here. If you're still here, thank you. I'll see you soon and bye bye.